Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Zook. Hey, guys, I'm Drewski. Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that! Welcome to Crystal Warfare! And if you have a story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-T-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. Alright guys and gals, welcome back to another episode. So stoked you're here. Uh, Medina, how was your week? It's been good, man. It's been actually been pretty crazy. Um, been doing some paintings, and uh, just FYI, we're gonna be hitting up the Dogman Paranormal Conference dude. in Paris, Tennessee, dude. How excited are you, dude? I am very excited. I've been uh, working hard on some paintings, man. And uh, you guys don't know, um, which you guys don't know, I do a lot of tagging, like a lot of, like street art, and um, I've been putting a lot of the things I love into one portrait. Instead of tagging bombing buildings, I'm doing. Uh, like poster boards and portraits and stuff like that and anyways i've been putting like a lot of uh that together with like cryptids because i love cryptids and so um anyways yeah so i've been putting my artwork a lot out on the internet and um i got hit up by tony markle um from uh, from the confessional so that was very humbling and um yeah so i'm gonna be out there in uh paris tennessee at that dogman conference and Instead of just attending it, I'm going to be selling my art. So if you guys want to come check us out, come check us out. Yeah, support him, support the event. Support the podcast. Yep, and support the podcast. Yep, that's whenever we're officially going to launch this. So if you're listening to this now, then it's already launched. But at this time, we're... Launch, 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 launch. Yeah, and we'll also put a... In the show notes, um, I'll leave a just I'll leave a space where it'll actually link to um, Drew's tags uh, Instagram. Yeah, you can tell I know a whole lot about social media. I'm also on uh, Twitter too. But yeah, <clears throat> but do so. Who we're we gonna cover today, or what? Mothman. We're gonna be covering Ooh. Mothman because we just did Injured Cold or AKA Smiling Man last week. So this ties into Mothman because I guess a week after Injured Cold made his debut in Point Pleasant. Mothman showed up right after that. And it didn't sound like a pleasant occurrence either. I <laughs> get it. <laughs> I just got it. Oh, man. My dad humor is so hard. Yeah. Oh, anyway. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but um, also something else I learned about, I don't know if it was just Ingrid Kroll. Kroll Ingrid uh, Kroll. Anyway, that guy. Um, I actually heard of a few other Grinning Man uh, encounters after that. And most of the time, whenever there's an encounter, there's uh, actually UFOs um, or some activity like that around. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was pretty interesting. There was something else too that I learned, but I just I totally forgot because I'm just throwing this out there as it's coming to memory. But um, not all of it's coming back, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm, I'm stoked to do Mothman because a, a majority of people even who aren't into cryptids, they've heard of this big, big event that happened. Um, in Mount Pleasant. Um, Point and, Pleasant. Yep, and Point Pleasant. Um, <laughs> see, that's exactly what I said uh, in my head. But <laughs> you guys, listen to what he says. Listen to what he means. <laughs> yes, just just follow my not words. Um, yeah, but anyways, guys, uh, we'll have to first start off with um, basically how we're doing it is I'll go over uh, basically kind of like the facts and um, basically how it, how it all started, and then Zook's going to go over like the encounters and stuff, so... But I'm going to do a little bit of a prequel. We're going to do it how they did in Star Wars, how they made the first Ooh. three, four, and five. What you're going to – then they made like the number one, like the prequel to it. Here's how Mothman started. 
If you guys ever heard of, uh, this goes back all the way back in the, um, in like the 1600s and stuff like that. Um, back when all the wars were going on with America, between the Indians, the French and all that. You guys ever heard of a guy called Chief Cornstalk? I thought that was pretty funny. Um, Chief Cornhole. <laughs> Chief Cornhole. Anyways, Ooh. yeah, Cornstalk. Uh, I heard this, um, off a podcast very recently, it was off of uh, uh, the Confessionals or Merkel Media, what you want to call it. Um, Tony Merkel was interviewing this guy who was, who was another podcaster, a good one as well. Um, <clears throat> he went on the date with the witch, and she was saying that she had ties, and her family had ties to Point Pleasant and the you know and the curses and all that, and that her great great grandfather was a chief and. You know, and uh, I guess he he cursed the land of Point Pleasant. And I was like, that's very interesting. So it kind of ties into Mothman. But anyways, here we go. So basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys like the cliff notes of everything. This guy was a chief of this uh, this tribe. Well, they all got caught, and they were imprisoned. Anyways, I'm gonna read the whole thing of what happened. So, although they were taken hostage, Cornstalk and other Indians were treated very well. And given comfortable quarters, leading to many wonder if the chief's hostage status may have been voluntarily in the beginning. Cornstalk even, ooh, birds are scrapping. Cornstalk <laughs> even assisted his to his captors in plotting maps of the Ohio River Valley during his imprisonment. Basically, he was helping him. So, anyways, uh, like the following day, there was gunfire heard from outside of the walls, and uh, anyways, I guess uh, some other troops encountered uh that that place that they were imprisoned at it was basically kind of like a fortress anyways um men went to investigate out what was going on and discovered two soldiers who had left the stockade to hunt deer and they had been, had been ambushed by indians and that's how that little that's how that little fight started one of them escaped but the other men had been killed when the bloody corpse was returned to the fort the soldiers and the garrison were enraged. Acting against their orders, they broke into the quarters of Cornstalk, which they thought he was affiliated with that, with those other soldiers who went out to go hunt were killed by some other Indians. So the soldiers went in when they were being held. Even though the men had nothing to do with the crime, they decided to execute the prisoners as revenge. As the soldiers burst through the doorway, Cornstalk rose to meet them. It was said that he stood facing the soldiers with such bravery that they paused momentarily in their attack. It wasn't enough, though. The soldiers opened fire with their muskets. Red Hawk, another Indian that was in there, tried to escape up the chimney, but they pulled him back down and <laughs> slaughtered him. That's that's kind of sad, but it, I'm just thinking of them pulling him back down. No! No! Anyways, that uh, poor guy... <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, yeah, so the other uh, two other Indians in there got killed as well. As for Cornstalk, he was shot eight times before he fell on the floor. Man, 50 Cent ain't got nothing. God. Mm. Nothing, dog. Damn. Anyways, yeah, shout out 50 Cent. What up? <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, um, as he lay there dying in that smoke-filled room from the muskets, it was said that he had uh, pronounced his now legendary curse. The stories say that he looked up as the assassins or soldiers spoke to, and he spoke to them, he states, "I was the border man's friend. Many times I have saved him and his people from harm. 
I never warned you, but only to protect our ways of life and lands. I refuse to join your pale face enemies with the Redcoats. I came to the fort to the fort as your friend, and you murdered me. You have murdered by my side, my young son. For this may the curse of the Great Spirit rest upon this land. May it be blightened by nature. May it even be blightened in its in its hopes. <clears throat> may it, may the strength of its peoples be paralyzed by the stain of our blood. He spoke these words, so says the legend, and then he died. And it's kind of a trip because uh, it all happened in 1774. Um, at the same time, Point Pleasant was established near the site of the old fort. For many years after that, Indian graves lay undisturbed, but in the 1840s, his bones were removed to the grounds of Mason County. And you know how it says when you disturb an Indian mm-hmm. site's burial ground. So after all that, um, basically it states uh, from 1907 till on, they've been having nothing but bad luck. In 1907, the worst coal mine disaster in American history took place in West Virginia on December 6th. 310 miners were killed. In 1944, in June of the year, 150 people were killed when a tornado ripped through the Tri-State Triangular Area. In 1967, the devastating Silver Bridge disaster, mm. a.k.a. Mothman, sent 46 people hurting, hurtling to their deaths in the Ohio River on December 15th. In 1968, <clears throat> at the same place, airlines crashed in um, the same spot at the airport, killing 35 people. In 1970... The Southern Airway DC-10 crashed into a mountain near Point Pleasant. Jeez, oh man, just keeps Dang. going, and then it and it doesn't stop. The last uh, thing it had was in uh, 19, 1980, and that was when um, oh Point Pleasant was struck with a tragedy when fifty-one men who were working on the Willow Island power plant were killed. When their construction scaffolding collapsed. But they just keep having just bad luck in that place, man. They're all occurring it to when uh, Chief Cornstalk cursed that land right before he died. That's a trip, though. The Great Spirit, that's what they're talking about. You can tie that Great Spirit into, because uh, the Indians throughout the nation have, uh, the Great Spirit was like a Thunderbird. So they're oh, tying dang. Some Thunderbird. So they're thinking it correlates to the Mothman. Because the Mothman's a flying humanoid. The Thunderbird's a flying humanoid. Pretty interesting. Wow, I did not know that. That is really <clears throat> But anyways, yeah, so that's kind of the prequel of it. So this leads to the Mothman. We're going we're to do some facts here real quick. The state of West Virginia has a fair share of strains and often inflexible events, which such as visitations of the Flatwoods Monster. I did not know that. Flatwoods Monster. Ooh, that'll be another podcast. That'll be another one right there, folks. And of course, injuring cold, but perhaps the strangest yet of arrival creatures known as the Mothman who has changed the sleepy little town of Point Pleasant forever and has swooped in one cloud autumn night in 1966. Today, Mothman is one of the most well-known cryptids in the world, other than Bigfoot. Made famous um, partly from John Nee's Nils book, later adapted into a film, The Mothman Prophecies. Richard Gere, holla, 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 holla. Mothman has, uh, <laughs> has also haunted the... 
uh, in Mountain Monsters on Destination America. <sighs> Anyways, um, so yeah, so that's that's what I got, homeboy. Nice, but that was everything I was going to cover to you. So I, I'm just kidding. Um, no. Yeah. And I actually have a few stories too that um, that I never heard of over the years of just my my natural fascination with Mothman because I've heard of many stories, but I didn't realize. Uh, how he's not just located in that area. He's located in many different areas, at least in the United States. I, I haven't read of any other countries or anything with sightings of him. But let me run through these stories. All right, so wind humanoid jumps off Chicago Tower. In 2017, a man witnessed what he claimed was a winged human jumping off the Willis Tower in downtown Chicago. This started a rush of Mothman sightings. There were over 100 ported, reported Mothman sightings. All of these sightings were within 200-mile radius of Lake Michigan. The creature was described as a humanoid bat-winged or massive bat-like flying creature. The creature was said to have a wingspan of 12 to 15 feet and a standing height of 6 to 7 foot tall. And here is a sighting, um, a Mexico sighting of Mothman. The YouTube channel Mexico Unexplained shares a recording believed to be the Mothman screeching. The eerie sound is unearthly. Several sightings of Mothman are discussed. Flying humanoids are very common in the northern region of Mexico. It's believed the creatures have a colony or a family unit in the mountain regions. One of the eyewitness stories retold is about Ernesto Campa. He grew up in Mexicali and has seen the Mothman numerous times. His first sighting as a child was at night when the creature landed only a few feet from him. He described the creature being at least six and a half foot tall, covered in fur instead of feathers. Its eyes glowed red. The creature had human male-like. The creature had a human male athletic type body. He saw the creature many years later during the night. He was one of eight eyewitnesses who saw the humanoid flying overhead and eventually it landed at an elementary school. There are many scary tales of Mothman carrying off sheep, dogs, and even children. Here's the last one I'll, I'll read to you. Man Sees Mothman in Chicago Park. Author UFO Clearinghouse, author UFO Clearinghouse, Mothman Port was filed on April 7th, 2017 by a man walking his dog in the Chicago Park late at night. His dog was reluctant, reluctant and had to be coaxed into continuing the walk. The two of them came upon a man about seven foot tall, standing in a clearing. He noticed the man had a pair of wings tucked behind his back, but they rose about a foot above his head. When the birdman turned and looked at him, it was with bright red glowing eyes. The mothman was wearing clothes. The eyewitness described it as being half man and half bird. It stared at him for several seconds. When it spread its wings, the birdman released a loud screech, then blasted into the air. The man described the wings as being bat-like with a 10-foot wingspan. He told UFO Clearinghouse that he felt like the creature had, <laughs> that he felt like the creature had probed his mind and very soul. Alright guys, so as you can see, there are a lot of interesting stories. Um, something about Chicago too, like it's just something. So, um, here are some here's some other facts um, about and I know that I mentioned some of these in the uh, in the stories, but I don't know how his face is semi-human, but it's also demonic looking. So 
That means uh, I'm sure there's over-exaggerated uh, features, probably like an enlarged mouth. Maybe his jaw is way longer and sharper. Uh, pointy ears. Um, who knows? Uh, I'm saying his, but I, I don't know what it is. Um, but I actually did read it. I thought it was pretty interesting how there is possibly like a female version of a mothman, so a moth woman, but she's actually not even called moth anything. Like She's a moth sancha. Ah, moth sancho. Oh yes, yes. Um, and the eyes are glowing red. Um, Bigfoot has also been known to have uh, glowing red eyes. Is that yeah. bioluminescence? Um, yeah, that's what they're thinking. I don't know. Or they said like when it when certain entities like get enraged, their eyes. Mm. Yeah, that one um, with Mothman. I can see it at night because it's something with like the lens um, over your eyes. When light hits it in a certain way, it makes it look red and reflective. Um, but I've heard of to where even in the daylight, the Mothman just has red eyes. So and they're like extra bright. So I don't know if that means it's also caused by the sun or if the or the thing just has like super super bright red eyes all the time. It's also been known to hover in place without flapping its wings. So. That, I believe, is showing that it's kind of not uh, really living in our own dimension. Um, I don't know what that would be considered, but or what dimension or whatever that thing is living in or from. Um, and I've heard of other encounters, too. Like, not just that, but it could have been actually the same story. But, yeah, not flapping the wings. And it actually just took off in place without even moving its wings. And the wings were really, really small. So I don't know if there's a different version of Mothman or if this I was just something is, else. Over here in the... Cryptid Wiki. That's where I get a lot of my info from. Yeah, that's a good site, Cryptid Wiki. Um, it's been reported that he's been about, he's actually seven feet tall. Wingspan is about 10 to 15 feet or more. Plus his ability to fly over 100 miles an hour. I thought that was interesting. Wow, that is. That, and that ties with that story. Good luck out and running. Was, uh, <laughs> and the husband and, I think it was husband and wife or something were driving, or kids, forgot were driving. They're trying to outrun it and it was just scraping the top of their car and they were hitting 100 and it was still keeping pace with them. Man. Muffin had some more juice in that tank. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, those are some of the stories um, that, I don't know, uh, sparked some curiosity um, in me and Medina. Like, I, I don't know, it's just uh, really, really interesting um, that this thing is not tied. But it, but it seems to be located, too, like, not just in the city, but I feel like so, some near, near army bases as well. Um, I mean, there are some... Uh, some thoughts to where it, it could have been um, some sort of experiment that escaped uh, the uh, a compound or military facility or something, bunker, whatever, uh, what have you. Um, and it's just something else to think about. There is a Mothman Festival coming up. It's, uh, it's 2022 right now, but it's September 17th through 18th, I believe, somewhere around there. Um, we might potentially be going to that, but we just need to see, uh, you know, what happens in life for us until that time because I think it's – Maybe like six, seven hours from where we are. But yeah, there is a friend of mine who actually, I'm going to have him on this podcast for you guys. Um, and he has actually seen the Mothman and several other types of uh, cryptids as well. So he's going to be a, a fun one to uh, pick his brain. Maybe even his nose. Who knows? And <laughs> uh, he lived in in Mount Pleasant for a while. Uh, oh, that's cool. And he had mentioned um, about there being a military facility there. We might go investigate that out there and we'll have you guys along with the journey i'm definitely not going to bring my mic and computer with me but i'll bring uh my my voice recorder and get some pretty juicy stuff with that but other than that that's what i got for right now what about you drewski 
Other than that, man, um, I just really appreciate you guys in tuning in, stopping by. Uh, next uh, podcast we're going to be talking about, The Rake. Thank you all for stopping by. Um, I appreciate you all. Uh, if you guys need anything, hit us up on the Gmail. That's uh, Zook. Cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. And too, if you have a voice message or just send us a, a, a detailed version of, of their stories or encounters, uh, testimonies, things you've been through and witnessed. And shoot, I mean, we can even have you on the podcast um, as well. And we would love that because uh, we are more uh, vocal, as you can see, because you listen to a podcast. But we love actually meeting with people and being able to meet with you via Zoom or Skype. And we go on, like, um, also go on like a lot of expeditions too. Yeah, yeah, and and also um, we're gonna. This is gonna be what I call a proactive kind of podcast. So we're not just gonna be talking about these experiences, um, or not not our personal experiences, but uh, other people's testimonies and uh, areas where things happen. But we will actually be co- covering, like, actually physically going to those places, doing a little bit of a recon intel research for you guys too. So. In the future, there's definitely going to be a, some Patreon and stuff because unfortunately we can't do this for free. Um, but yeah, you guys would really help us out a lot by helping us fund these these events and expeditions to help bring the truth and all this awesome stuff to you guys. Yeah. Anyways, guys, I want to say blessings. Hope you guys have a good week, and uh, we'll catch you. Hopefully, if any of you guys are going to the um, to the Dogman Paranormal Research in Paris, Tennessee. Give us a shout and we'll hang out, man. Um, yeah. So, love all you guys and um, just the pop smoke. We'll be out of here. Yeah. And get to hunting, guys. Get to hunting. See you guys. Be safe. <laughs>